In this presentation, we will introduce the topic of business income with relation to small businesses, sole proprietorships, sole proprietorships typically reported on the Schedule C. This information can be found in publication 334. This chapter primarily explains business income and how to account for it on your tax return, what items are not considered income, and gives guidance for selected uh, occupations. Notice that when we're thinking about income, on the schedule c we're thinking about this item item up top you would think it would be a pretty straightforward thing to think about what is business income but there are of course a lot of things that can come up where we're kind of confused is that going to be included in income or not as we go through these things remember the the kind of way we want to think about it from the taxpayer perspective we want this number to be lower as low as as legally possible that we can have because that's going to lower the net income and that's going to lower the amount that's going to pull over to the 1040, which lowers the amount that we're going to pay on it. The IRS, of course, you can imagine them wanting this number to be high because then they can take more of our money by increasing the net income and then, and then getting their share of the net income. So that's how you kind of want to think about it. Uh, you know, from a taxpayer perspective, we want to do what we legally can to have the reportable net income or gross income, the top line income amount lower so what so we're looking for things that we don't have to report an income or that aren't necessary for income or if we can defer the income to the following year the irs we can think of their perspective as being skeptical of anything that they their definition of income will typically be everything's income right because they want that number to be high so from that perspective we're going to go in and think about okay well what is income what needs to be included in that income with relation to the schedule c typically business income back the text if there is a connection between any income you receive and your business, the income is business income. A connection exists if it is clear that the payment of income would not have been made if you did not have the business. So note, again, typically anything that we received is usually income in some way unless the IRS says otherwise. So no, normally if we get payment of some way, it's going to be income in some way unless the IRS says otherwise. The question then is here, one of the questions is, if we get income, is it business income? Should it be included on our business income line? Or should it be included in some other line, say on the 1040 up here, some other line in terms of in income? Well, if it's related to the business, if it's clear that the business operations, if it weren't for them, we would not have received the income, then typically you would think that the income would belong here on the Schedule C line for uh the income note that you might think about well why would it matter where where would the income lie uh if if you had different types of items there's some items on the uh tax return that might be taxed at different levels the schedule c will typically the income roll forward and be taxed at ordinary income tax levels and it could be subject to to self-employment tax down here so self-employment remember this guy down here that, which could be significant. If you were able to say that the income was not subject to self-employment tax in some way, uh, not reported on the Schedule C, but just reported as income in some other line, then possibly you'd have to pay federal income tax on it, but maybe you wouldn't be paying the self-employment, the Social Security and Medicare. So there could be situations and incentives for us to not want the income to re be reported on Schedule C if it, if it could qualify as some other type of income, even though we'd have to pay taxes on it. Other situations could include the fact that if it was somewhere else, there might be different tax rates 
such as um, if we had capital gains type of income or if we had income related to uh, dividends, then it could be taxed at uh, different rates as well. So there are different reasons why uh, it would be beneficial or non-beneficial. The main problem with the Schedule C is that if we have income, then of course we're subject to not only the federal income tax, but possibly the, the Social Security and Medicare, which of course is significant. So just keep that in mind as well. Back to the text. You can have business income even if you are not involved in the activity on a regular full-time basis. Income from work you do on the side in addition to your regular job can be business income. So just because we have W-2 income, in other words, doesn't mean that we don't also have business income. So we can't say that if we have W-2 income that maybe the, any other income isn't business income. It's quite possible for us to, of course, have business income on the side, have W-2 income reported on line 1 of the 1040, as well as the Schedule C reporting income in the income section there as well. Back to the text. You report most business income, such as income from selling your products or services on Schedule C or CEZ. But you report the income from the sale of business assets, such as land and office uh, building, on other forms instead of Schedule C or CEZ. For information on selling business assets, see Chapter 3. So typically, of course, we report the income on the Schedule C. We'll have the Schedule C here. When they're talking about selling like business assets, we're not talking about inventory. Inventory would typically be in our cost of goods sold calculation down here and be on the Schedule C. If we sell business assets, like um, we had furniture and equipment that we sold the furniture and equipment, then the, we might have to report that some other place because we're going to have to report uh, possibly a different type of gain, capital type gains on that. But that's not kind of the normal business operations if we're selling normal business operations stuff and we sell that would be like inventory if we're selling stuff then that's not generally what what, what they're thinking here they're talking about selling equipment or something that's not usually part of inventory that we might have to use some other forms of course to account for the capital gains or other types of treatment for the type of sale back to the text tip non-employee compensation Business income includes amount you received in your business that were properly shown on Form 1099 miscellaneous. This includes amounts reported on non-employee compensation in Box 7 of the form. You can find more information in the instructions on the back of Form 1099 miscellaneous you received. Now note that you're, if you have business income, you're probably going to get a 1099 miscellaneous but it depends on the type of industry you're in so if you're a small business for example and you do some kind of service work to uh, a large company or something like that they're going to 1099 you because they're really diligent about those types of things they're going to they're going to say hey we're going to follow the rules well and 1099 you and then that means that your income this line item here has got to be at, at least as high as the 1099s that you get it should be whatever income you get that qualifies that's what you should put here but it has to be as high as the 1099s because they or, or else they 1099 you wrong right they could have made sent you a 1099 and had the wrong number on it but assuming all the 1099s are correct then this number should be at least as high as the 1099 if not higher because the fact that you got a 1099 or not doesn't mean like if you don't get a 1099 you should still report the income that's not the determining factor the 1099 is the irs's way of trying to trying to get some verification about some income 
So in other words, the rule, generally, generally speaking, your rule here for the income should be whatever qualifies as income, whether you get a 1099 or not. The IRS then tries to make sure that uh, people report that, that this income by requiring the payer, the payers where they have the leverage to 1099 certain individuals based on, on regulations for it. Why does that work? Because the payer wants the deduction. So the, so the IRS wants to put the pressure on the payer because they're going to say, do you want this deduction for the amount you paid to somebody? They want the deduction. Therefore, to get the deduction, you have to tell us who you paid. And then we're going to give you the deduction. If you don't, we'll, pay, we'll penalize you. We'll come out. We'll, we won't allow the deduction possibly and we'll penalize you. So that's how they can give pressure. But it doesn't mean that this number... Uh, is going to be limited to the 1099s. It, it, ha it means that if it's lower than the 1099s, you're going to get, the IRS is going to say something almost for sure because they're going to say, hey, you got 1099s that are higher than this number. So that can't be possible unless the 1099s are wrong that this number is lower than the amount that got 1099. Now, this number probably should be higher because there's some people that you worked for that may not have 1099s you in many cases. Some industries as well won't 1099 as much. So if you think like these are kind of notorious industries for the IRS. So if you were, if you did like hair anything with a where you deal with the the uh, individuals themselves other than businesses, then they probably won't 1099 you as much, right? So if if you did business as like a hairdresser, or if you do you know like grooming, a lot of service type business to individual. Uh, areas, restaurants where there's a lot of tips and things like that are, are areas where uh, there, there's not going to be a 1099, some food services, food trucks. Obviously, those times you're, you're dealing with a person. The person's probably not going to send a 1099 even if they went to your food truck every day and ate there and spent thousands of dollars. They may not 1099 you and the IRS, that doesn't mean you don't report any income here is the bottom line. You'd still need to report the income even though the IRS doesn't have the verification documentation as much as they would elsewhere and they could still try to they what would they do in an audit they would come and look at it probably and they would try to do some comparison with with similar types of businesses uh, and try to see what that income should be so just keep in mind of that 1099 information the 1099 information is not like the w-2 where you could take the w-2 and just say that's it is what it is here's the w-2 that's what they told me. It is what it is. I'm just going to report it here on, on line one and then on the on the withholdings. With the 1099, that's just that's the basis. That's the floor that you should be reporting. And you, you should report whatever your income is. And it has to line up to what the 1099s are unless the 1099s are wrong. And you would think it would be higher than that if you have a lot of customers, especially individuals that may not 1099 uh, even you know custom you know, businesses so keep that in mind because it's a common uh, misconception back to the text business income deduction income you report on schedule c or schedule cez may be qualified business income and entitle you to the deduction on form 1040 line 9 be sure to use the qualified business income deduction worksheet in the instructions for form uh, 1040 pub 535 to figure your deduction if any also see publication 535 for more information about this deduction. So it's, it's worthwhile to go through this because this is a new law and it's a big uh, deduction. So if we look at the 1040 line 9, 
1040 line 9 is going to be uh, here qualified business income deduction this will typically be involved if you have a schedule c business but it will change with industries and it's a new deduction it's a big deduction uh, so it's probably going to get a lot of scrutiny uh, by the irs or it has potential to at least so you want to make sure that you're in compliance with that as well